Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, all you beautiful people. I love you. Look at yourself in the mirror right now and realize that Big Ray loves you, regardless of what you look like, where you're from, or what kind of beer you drink. Unless it's one of those horrible big box beers, then I might disrespect you silently or out loud. Probably both, but it's okay. If you're ugly, don't look at yourself in the mirror. You'll feel sad. You'll go drink beer to make yourself feel better. And you know what? That's horribly judgmental. I don't want to go there. Mike, bail me out, please. This went off on a horrible, horrible tangent. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. You ugly. M-A-M-A, you know how you got to weigh your mama. Your mama. (laughs) Your mama. Oh, I'm stopping. Man, I, I love the old SNL throwbacks, Mike. It was back in the day when they had like, we like Sherry O'Terry and Will Ferrell and a few other. I don't know. I'm not good at names. <laughs> and Adam that's Sandler all I can remember. That's it. I can't and, remember uh, any was, other names. There was more. Oh, man. Pe- anyway, Peter Dinklage. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was, was he on there. That's the first thing that popped in my say mind. What? All right. He's a total rock star, though. So how you doing, Mike? You having a good day? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, um, speaking of Peter Dinklage, uh, I was watching Elf with the kids the other night. And I okay. forget he has a cameo in there uh, at the very beginning, or not the very, in the middle of the movie. But uh, I was like, man, this may have been the first movie I ever saw Peter Dinklage in. So, yeah, because he was like the business or the CEO or whatever that got all mad about being called an elf. Like he was an author. Feral. Yeah. He was the author. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah. Well, you so, know, but anyway, I know, yeah. but Mike, I'm excited for hey. more stouts. Isn't this like our third week in a row of stouts? It's that time of year. I like stouts. It's that time of year. Is it time of year? Remember the other night? Oh, dude, last week I got smoshed because I started drinking this Gluvine stuff from Germany before I had my stouts. And now I was like, woo, hurt my gird. I felt so you're, bad for Mike. It was it was bad. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, before we do the beers, you should introduce our guest real quick. I should, so you can hear it giggling in the background. We've got our friend Tex Lowe's beers. So thank you, Tex, Hi. for joining us again. It's always a pleasure. And uh, so this makes me excited because I'm in Oklahoma. Woo! No, it's uh, it's good times. You uh, know, you're you're helping us rep three states. Uh, we're 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 diving into the mid south. Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, and uh, it's it's good times. The Mid South, the Mid South, yeah. I, th- I think some time ago we were at least in Oklahoma, we were part of the Midwest, and uh, I think no that way. shifted, and now we're like the Mid South. Like we might okay, that makes that. more sense. When I think of the yeah. Midwest, I think of like Ohio. Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, right? But I think for a while, because Oklahoma is like no man's land. We're just kind of the middle. We're not the south. We're not the Midwest. We're not the north. You know, so, well, who are they? So I think somebody came up with the term Mid-South to help us fit in. Okay. We used to be a part of the Southwestern Conference in football. Anyway, we got text here. Uh, (laughs) Hey, before we uh, dive in, let's talk about our beers, and then you can uh, – Rightly introduce our Southern Bell. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Mike, you want to talk about beers? All right. Yeah, we got three beers. 
one for each of us, mostly because they're stouts and we like beers. All right, so Tex loves beer. She's going to be drinking the Columbiana Bourbon Barrel Stout from Martin House out of Fort Worth, Texas. Biggest Ray and BA is going to be drinking Cookie Monster by 903 Brewers out of Sherman, Texas. And me, myself, and I are going to be drinking Tortoise Head. It's an Imperial Coffee Stout from Stone Cloud out of Oklahoma City. Ooh. So we got some we got some uh, cleanup batters on deck. We do. Wait, did, did I just hear a yawn? Did that just happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been chasing kids all day. Hey, it's a, it's all good. No, no worries. <laughs> no worries. So, Mike, thank you for introducing the beers. Uh, I'm excited, man. Another solid lineup. We got some stouts. And uh, as always, I'm pre-gaming with a stout. Uh, so I'm going to give a shout out here to Four Hainsbury. Um, for their peanut butter chocolate milk stout. It's called the Absence of Light. This is so yummy. And I love the can art. Look, look at that monster on there, dude. It's uh looks like something right out of an 80s horror movie. <laughs> That's awesome. I think uh we've had that one on the podcast, haven't we? Uh we did, yes. And uh, I had I found yeah. another one that I'm like, oh, must have. I, I really wanted to to drink this before I had my cookie monster. So it kind of just fit. What were you going to say, Tex? Oh, I said it's neat. I like the can art and I like the name. So, but Tex, so now we're talking to Tex. So uh, we got Tex Loves Beer. You can give her a follower on Instagram at Tex Loves Beer, the rock solid beer influencer out of the central Texas area. And uh, so we actually got to link up with you earlier this year. Um, I don't know how far you had to come to meet us in Fort Worth, but uh, we got to hang out. You introduced us to several brewery owners. Um, Some of the spots you hang out, introduced us to a lot of great beers. We just had a good time. It was a lot of fun. I was glad to finally get to hang out with y'all in person and to get to show you my part of the world. Yeah. And I think we hit up like what, eight or nine breweries, Mike, in a two day period. Uh, it was, I mean, that sounds right. I also want to call out that uh, Tex is probably the only person that said she was looking forward to meeting us. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen often. Um, for writing this down first. <laughs> Someone's looking forward to meeting me. Yeah. If my mom was still alive, I'd be like, dear mom. Today, I found out that someone wanted to know me. Aw. Love Mike. That's that's cute. Yes. I like it. Send money. <laughs> money. You know, remember? do you remember back in the day when you actually had to call people? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there was no texting or email or video calls or podcasting or anything like that. You actually just had to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I think we should crack our beers real quick before we get this conversation going. Uh, I am totally down with that. So who wants Tex, to go first? Uh, since you're the guest, I think Tex should pick whether she wants to go first or last. I'll go first. Oh, this smells so good. Well, that was solid sound right there. Ray, big Ray BA. Yep, here we go. All right, here we go. I think I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> Might have had the same thought. I just had to wipe off my face. <laughs> when I cracked my can, it was like, psh, and uh, I didn't expect the stout <laughs> to be quite this carbonated. But man, this is a uh, it packs a sweet punch, like right in the tongue. It's just like bap. So to give a little bit more information about some of our beers we got going on here. 
Um, sorry, I'm, I'm still tasting my beer. It's so good. All right, so Texas drinking Columbiana, a 12.4% rum barrel aged imperial stout with cherries and coconut. It is from Martin House Brewing out of Fort Worth, Texas. Um, you can find them. You can just Google them up at Martin House Brewing on uh, on Google, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's pretty easy to find. And uh, we've all had many beers from them. They're they're really they're high class, uh, well known for the pickle beer. Um, you know, everybody, everybody likes the pickle beer, apparently. So, rum barrel aged beers. I mean, you just can't. I have not had a bad one. What are you thinking about that beer over there, Tex? It is absolutely delicious. So the cherry note hits first right off whenever you crack the can and take that first sip. And then the coconut kind of follows up. And so it keeps it from being overwhelming and very balanced. And then you add that rum barrel flavoring in. It's the perfect end of the day beer. And then, Ray, let's uh, we'll remind everybody what beers you and I are drinking. And then we got quiz time. Ooh, love quiz Ray time. Yeah, Ray loves quiz time. All right, so Ray's drinking Cookie Monster by 903 Brewers at a Sherman. And I've got the Tortoise Head from uh, Stone Cloud out of Oklahoma City. Tex, are you ready for quiz time? Sure. <laughs> if you win, um, we'll get you a prize. <laughs> it can, each round consists of each round consists of five questions that you got to get three right. Oh goodness! And these have especially been these have, these have been specially curated for you, right, Ray? That is uh, absolutely correct, one hundred percent. All right, round <laughs> one. Remember how many you got to get? How many you got to get right? I have to get three right out of five. Okay, so question one: in Hog in Hogwarts, what are the four houses? Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, and Slytherin. Ray, that's one point. <laughs> one. All right. Question two. What position does Harry play on the Quidditch team? He's a seeker, which means he has to look for the snitch. Leaving that one alone? Okay. Um, <laughs> in, you know. <laughs> who is the headmaster oh. of Hogwarts when Harry arrives? Help us, Dumbledore. She she has already gotten three. Do we do we just move on to the next round? <laughs> uh, no, I want to hear what the other two questions are. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Who makes the magical? Who makes the laws for the magical world of Hogwarts? Ministry of Magic. She's four for four. All right. What kind of pet does Harry own, and what is her name? He has a snowy owl named Hedwig. Uh. Five for five, batted a thousand. <laughs> I All might right. be a Harry Potter nerd, just just a lot. Okay, round two. These are going to get harder. Wow! I gave you the easy ones. <laughs> okay, right. you ready? What is at the base of the Whomping Willow? The secret tunnel that leads to the Shrieking Shack. Very good. Where in King's Cross Station does a Hogwarts Express stop? Platform nine and three quarters. Two for two. What painting guards the entrance to the Gryffindor common room? The fat lady. Where are the vaults kept in Gringotts Bank? Underground. All right. Here's the last one. Where is the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets? Oh, and Moaning Myrtle's bathroom, which is the girls' bathroom. And I can't remember the exact floor. I'm failing on that part. Second floor, but we'll give it to you. You, you got, go. you got them. Okay. <laughs> All right. So far, you're batting a thousand. Okay, you got uh, two more rounds. This because I this is all I got. So two more. <laughs> Whoa, should we should we talk about a beer for a minute? Let her head like take a take yeah, a break. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So yeah, let's a, do that. That's, I just got questions. Well, I've got a quiz. Right. So Mike, tell us Ray. a little bit about your beer. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit about my beer. Yeah, do that. I'm drinking Stone Cloud Brewing's Tortoise Head and 11% Imperial Coffee Stout. This is a new look to a fan favorite, uh, their turtle head. Um, it's bold, rich. Um, they use locally sourced Prelude coffee. 
Um, it's added post fermentation. So this is going to, this pour is really dark and has a, like a nice tan thick head. Um, you know, it's got smells of, um, coffee and dark chocolate and stuff like that. And then, uh, as far as flavor goes, it's, it's kind of got a, a dark earthy flavor, uh, maybe some black licorice. Um, anyway, it's, it's really good. You got the good maltiness and coffee characters throughout the whole beer. And just go check them out, stonecloudbrewing.com and St- Stonecloud Brewing Co. on Facebook and Instagram. I like it. I, I like it a lot. So, well, like you, Ray, when I first drank it, like I, I wasn't paying attention, so I got a little bit like on my beard, and I could right. lick my lick my beard hairs and still taste it. It was really nice. So that's a, uh, and that's yeah. what we call those things on our face. Just in case anybody series. was wanting to know that. Yeah, I wanted to know that. It helps me know that I'm not the only one that does that. It reminds me of that song uh, by Blake Shelton, Sangria. So when you taste, taste I just away. heard that song today. I can see, I can hear it playing in my head. You know what mm-hmm. song I'm talking about, Ray? Um, honestly, I don't. Sorry, I've probably heard it. I just don't know the name of it. Your lips taste like sangria. Like sangria. Lips sangria. You have to listen to it. It's good. It's catchy. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll check catchy. it out after we get done recording tonight. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for the next round for quizzes? Sure. If y'all are. Ray, do you think she's going to get another five for five? So I'm going to give her... 12 to 1 on this. Oh, my Lord. Yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would say I would say yes. Go. I'd say yeah. That's to make 12 for one of my money here is. Yeah. All right. Name the six subjects every Hogwarts student is required to study during their first two years of school. Charms. Transfiguration. Okay. Divid- divination. No, divination. Defense against dark arts, potions, and herbology. Okay. All right. Oh, and it's history of magic, not divination. I said the wrong one. Because divination was it's an got, optional yeah, choice I mean, they I've took. Got it. <clears throat> I, I had it on here. So, okay. One for one. <laughs> I mean. Um, name at least two Hogwarts electives. Divination and arithmetic. All right. Two for two for two. Ray, did you know that one? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're supposed to say, yeah. All right. So how does one ward off a Dementor? Using a Patronus. Which you make with happy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Ray, did you know I have a Harry Potter tattoo? What potion allows that? Um, I, I didn't, actually. I, you, I think you may have told us about that at one point, um, but honestly, I have forgotten. Yeah, I have a Harry Potter Sorry. tattoo. That's awesome. Ray has a tattoo. See I that goatee several. on his face? That's actually a tattoo. <laughs> it's permanently etched into the skin forevermore forevermore all right you ready what potion allows a witch or wizard to disguise themselves as someone else for a limited amount of time Polyjuice potion i swear to god i can't believe you're getting all these <laughs> wait did you say poly cheese Poly juice, poly like multiple poly juice. Okay, I'm like poly cheese. That sounds like some <laughs> awesome like queso dip. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. All right. Like where you're going in book five, brain. Snape is assigned to teach here what type of magic. Defense against the dark arts. I have occlumency. Occlumency. Oh yes, sorry. I- he teaches occlumency against Harry for Harry specifically to close his mind to Voldemort know, so he doesn't have the dreams. Should we, should we? I messed up on that one. I own it. 
Okay, so I just lost my money, and right now she's 14 out of 15. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what kind of Harry Potter fan is this? This is trash. This, <laughs> no, uh, terrible. And that's, that's, that's still really fantastic. Like, I've seen all of these movies, like, at least once. But I'm not like, you know, super fanboy. So I'm hearing all this stuff. It's like, I kind of remember that. But the fact that she's just pulling this stuff out, like, consistently oh, is really impressive. So, especially whilst drinking beer. <laughs> I have never seen all of the movies. I am not a Harry Potter movie fan um, because I feel like they leave so much out of the books and so much out of the story. So I actually listen to the books every probably two years. I go through the whole series and reread it or re listen to it. Wow. I just really enjoy it and I drive a lot. So it gives me something to listen to. Oh, there you go. I heard that uh, it was actually part of the Back to the Future universe. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm making jokes. Ray, uh, <laughs> we're trying over here. Ray, do you want to talk about your beer before we go to the final round of quiz? I, I do. Um, so I'm kind of on the fence about this beer right now. I'll be honest with you. Oh, now when I first, you know, opened my cookie monster from nine Oh three, um, it kind of blew up on me a little bit, which happens. I'm not mad about that. That doesn't really play part of the review, but I, I took my first drink and it was so sweet. Um, this is going to sound really bad in nine Oh three. Don't hate me. I've given some of your beaters really solid reviews, but you know, those cheap sugar cookies you get with like that really bright, thick icing that gives you a headache after the first bite. I kind of got some of that up front. It was just like so over the top sweet. It was kind of good at first, but the more I drink it, it's just kind of like, oh, it's almost too much. Um, Yeah. And and even on the can, they talk about it's cookie forward, which it is. But I feel like there's too much. And, and I don't know how you put sugar into a beer. I'm not a brewer. But I kind of feel like they just dumped a couple 50-pound bags into a small batch. And it's just like, ah, it's for, for me, it's, it's a bit overwhelming. And it's taking away from the overall experience. Because there are some really good notes that do shine through on this. There's some nice coffee in here it's definitely an imperial stout it's coming in at nine percent abv so it's got some things about this that i do like but it's really hard to drink and uh maybe it's just my age and my taste bros this might speak to a younger stout drinker but for me it's 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 hard to take down dang those super sweet ones like that are hard sometimes. I've had a couple that I've been like, ooh, <laughs> like I, I enjoy my sweets. Like I have co cookies in the kitchen waiting for me after this. But the some of those stouts is like it's just overwhelming. I you know, I, I usually I don't know, like for for me I drink one I drink one stout and I'm done. So, you know, it's um uh, even though even the ones that are a little bit much, they're usually okay because I'm having one and I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of like an you always know, talked about this like a nightcap beer, and this is what I'm going to end the night with. If you're sitting around a fire or whatever, it's like I'm going to be out here long enough to have one beer and then just kind of chill while this thing goes out or whatever. Um, but dude, I'm going to have a sugar high off of this. I'm staying up with the fire for a while, not because I want to. But I'm, yeah, I think you'll be all right. Uh, I'll be fine. Um, it'll last me about eight minutes. Uh, there's plenty of big ray to absorb all this and move on. But uh, Ray, what are we going to do with you? I don't know. Um, I would say one, give me a hug. Right, hand me a beer, and then cook me a juicy porterhouse, medium rare, with some mashed potatoes, a nice Caesar salad. No croutons. No croutons. 
and then take me out to a nice seafood dinner and never call me back again. <laughs> right. Great. Right, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that shirt at the toilet store? <laughs> Is that because I like to put mayonnaise in the toaster? You smell like Bigfoot's dick. How did we go from a uh, Harry Potter quiz to oh quoting Anchor Man again? Okay, so let's get back to let's get back Harry to Potter quiz. Harry Potter quiz. <laughs> All right, you ready? Tex, are you ready for this? Let's do it. So my favorite character in the Harry Potter universe is Luna Lovegood. Yes. What is the name of her father? Xenophilius. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> okay. Uh, in book four, what magical creature does Harry answer a riddle from in the maze during the Triwizard Tournament? Sphinx. What spell does Harry discover written in the Half-Blood Prince's Potions textbooks in book six? And, and who invented it? Septum, I'm going to say it wrong. Septum Simpra and Snape invented it. All right. What is the name of the magical hospital? St. Mungo's. <laughs> What is Filch the Hogwarts caretaker's greatest secret? That he's a squib, which means he's not magical. Ray, she got five for five. <laughs> That's that sounds like an Arby sandwich special. I, I've got the bonus, so you can, I'll give you a bonus, so you can have a ooh. Because right now you're at nineteen of twenty. I gave you a bonus, Jeez, so you can get twenty of twenty. You ready? What does Harry do when he grows up? He becomes an R. Man, oh man. Ray, she did it. Wow. <laughs> that's that's impressive. Mike, I gave Ray this quiz last week. <laughs> I got zero of them right. I'm letting my nerdy side show. Man. I'm sorry. It, one of the questions was like, what is Harry Potter's last name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, <laughs> Stutendorf? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. All right. So I got to send Tex a, a grand prize. <laughs> I don't know what that grand prize is going to be yet. To, Ray, together, we use our forces to come up with a grand prize. And and Tex, when you get it, you got to take a picture of it and post it online. Of course. So, most all definitely. right. So, I think we should do a quick review of our beers. Of course. Yeah. Tex. So, I'm going to give mine. Hey, nine out of 10 rating. I'm really enjoying it. Great flavor. It's really well balanced. It's not too strong, not too heavy. Fantastic beer to end the night with. Um, and for a song, right, Mike? I have to go with the song that I've been sure, enjoying yeah. lately is Dermot Kennedy, Better Days. Dermot Kennedy, Better Days. Oh, my gosh. All right. I swear to God, this wasn't planned. <laughs> I can, how, okay, so can I go next, Ray? So this was not planned. I'm drinking Stone Cloud Tortoise Head. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. And I'm also going to pick a, a, a song called Better Day. It's not Better Days. It's Better Day by Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee. Y'all know who that is? I don't. They are blues musicians from like the 1940s and 50s. 
Oh, that's awesome. I was, I like when you said better days, I was like, get out of town. <laughs> Ray, what about you, sir? You're over there like jamming. I uh, am yeah, because my song just popped in my head and I'm like, yeah, because it's, it's just one of those songs. Um, so I'm going to, I'm not going to give this beer a high rating. I would love to, but I'm honest. And that's why we have, you know, the, the listeners that we do, because we're, we're real, we keep it real and we keep it honest. Um, I'm going to give this beer just a 6.5 out of 10, man. It's just barely going to make the crappier bucket list. I think it will speak to a lot of folks. Um, it just didn't speak to me. Um, just way, way too sweet, way too much up front. Um, the notes that I did like about it didn't come through enough uh, for me to want to rate it higher. Um, I really enjoyed the can art on this. I love the little, you know, cookie monsters that they put on here. I mean, it matches the name. The, the blue frosting, everything about this matches. It's it's great. Uh, I think it's great marketing. Um, but the cookie dough and cooking cream flavored stout, just just uh, too much for me. I, I couldn't take it, man. Um, so sorry, 903. Love y'all, but not, not for me, guys. Uh, but anyway, my song is uh, because of the overall sweetness. It's just like ah, so much. I'm going with the song called The Sweet Escape. By Gwen Stefani. Because it's kind of a fun poppy song. It's like, yeah. I mean, Which I, is funny because we were that. talking about a Blake Shelton song earlier today. I, earlier I, I know, right? And those two now are together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gwen Stefani is somebody that I, I think looks really good. And then I'm like off for a while. I'm like, Oh yeah, she's, she's really good looking. And like for, I'm like, no, no, not interested. I mean, like, I don't know. She has her days. I miss Christina Aguilera. That was random. Note to self. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. <laughs> P.S. Send money. Wow. So, Mike, I should have thought to ask you this before. Like, the next time I talk to her, do you want me to, like, get her autograph or something for you, dude? Okay. Or a phone number? No. You know, I can't do that. Um, So, it's like, you got to be respectful, bro. I'll see if I can give her yours. How about that? Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, (laughs) I'm not a beggar. (laughs) But I'm also not, Um, I'm not picky either. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you have me for a co-host on your podcast. So, I mean, it's like, obviously, you're not too picky, bro. Well, you know, pot, meat, kettle. Oh, <laughs> man. Well. Tex, uh, you know, we're, we're, I want to apologize for talking about Christina Aguilera with you on the podcast. Um, she has uh, been my crush should- since I was like 16. So you should know me well enough by now that I am not offended. You have crushes on who you have crushes on. I think it's awesome. Hey, uh, I've got a random mic, and you're going to be like, WTF, dude, what? So I have a crush on this little purple car with Beauty and the Beast on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>, Big Ray. <laughs> you'll, ne- you'll never guess where I got this mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing from your daughter. Uh, no, no, I got, I got it from Tex. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, uh, it sits on my desk. So, uh, okay. Funny story about this. I found a cooler bag that made me think of Big Ray, and so I was like, "Hey, it's like, what's your address? I got this for you. I want to mail it to you." And he's like, what is it? Is it a Matchbox car? And I said, no. Well, then I was at Walmart the next day and I found that and I was like, oh, this is perfect. And so I surprised him with the Matchbox car along with the cooler bag. And I couldn't resist Where's the cooler bag, Race? <laughs> yeah, no, it works out well. Uh, the cooler bag, honestly, is uh, down um, in my kitchen area. So I have put it to good use since I've got it. Um, it's been great to, to put... Uh, cause when I go to, to house parties, I'm the, the beer guy. Um, 
So everyone knows that Ray's going to bring, you know, a six or 12 pack. And it's all going to be different beers. And uh, so folks either love it or hate it because uh, I bring a wide variety of stuff. Um, and uh, it holds 12 beers very well. They stay nice and cold. And uh, it's, it's worked wonderfully. So thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. So we've come to the time in the podcast where it's random question time. Ooh. And uh, I know it's the, everybody fears it, but everybody loves it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, like me. Um, Ray, I think you should start. All right, Mike, this question's for you. <laughs> okay. It's usually for the guests, but okay. Hey, random question time. So if you could have any beer with Harry Potter, what would it be? Butterbeer. Give me a break. Get out of here. Uh, good answer. I'm not I'm not some noob over here. <laughs> All right. I got a question for Caroline. If Harry Potter had a favorite musician that is currently under the age of 25, who would it be? I don't know because I don't know who anybody under 25 musicians and wise is. I listen to more Texas country and they tend to be a little, I mean, there's some young guns, but there's, there's more 25 and up. Oh my, you're making this hard. I know. I'm I awful. guess uh, if Harry Potter listened to Texas country music, what would be his favorite artist? <laughs> okay. My favorite artist is Aaron Watson. So hopefully he would have a similar artist fan good storyteller and good one um, good storyteller but, aaron watson mm -hmm. note to self p.s please send money <laughs> you like jimmy fallon over there with uh, those, <laughs> those little notes that he does on his show hey look at this great it, well, and these are actually That's writing awesome. things down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. This is this is a scorecard. All right. This is. Um, can we we can bleep that out, right? I didn't no. mean to say that. <laughs> yes, you did. I'll see what I can we're do. An hour. First. Yeah. <laughs> You know, okay. when, you, when you drop okay. when you drop certain words, uh, this is this is not children appropriate. So you got to bleep some stuff out. <laughs> it's it's okay. It'll be okay. Uh, so then um, over here is what did I write down? Send text the grand prize. Uh, I also wrote down Christina Aguilera. Please send money. And then I wrote. Oh, I wrote Tex, 9 out of 10, Dermot Kennedy, Better Days, Mike, 9 out of 10, Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee, Better Day, Biggest Ray, six <laughs> And then I wrote, Got the Bonus, yay. And then uh, up at the very top, it says episode 133. On the back, I wrote, Aaron Watson's a good storyteller. P.S. Please send money. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh tex it's your turn to if if you can you can pass if you want but you can also ask a question so inspired by ray's choice of beer tonight i want to know what else favorite cookie is so ray you first that's hard i like cookies so much um, man, like peanut butter cookies, like no joke, just classic, just peanut butter cookie. I could eat one of those With the lines every day and be happy. Oh yeah. You got like the little fork where you put like the little crisscross. On. Oh girl, you know it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I can't decide. I, you know, um, yeah, I, you know, I really like, you know, they used to call them Samoas from the Girl Scouts. 
I really like those. And then I really like a classic chocolate chip cookie. I, and as I've gotten older, like used to, if you ask me what my favorite cookie was, is hands down like an Oreo cookie, but, uh, or, an, or is that technically a sandwich cookie? I don't know, but whatever. But now I think it's, it's, it's trending back to being like the, the traditional, a good solid chocolate chip cookie. What about you? Tex? I made chocolate chip cookies tonight, but they had hatch chili smoke salt on top of them. So they aren't necessarily a complete classic chocolate chip cookie. Whoa. Cause I was, I was, I was really <laughs> vibing with Mike earlier, but the older I get, the more I like a little bit of not table salt. Cause I don't know why there's a lot of folks in Oklahoma that make their chocolate chip cookies with table salt, but I like a little sea salt. Um, you get a little texture, you get a little saltiness, and it cuts through some of the sweetness. But I'm a huge fan of Hatch Chilies. Like, oh, so I may be making a road trip. I might just leave right now um, and be like, hey, like, meet me at a Bucky's so I can get <laughs> some cookies. <laughs> I'll grab a couple of bags of beaver nuggets, get some beef jerky and a, and a brisket sandwich. Um. The essentials. Just, just, you know, just enough to get by for, you know, uh, yeah. Sorry, what, I'm a huge uh, fan of Bucky. Sorry. Yeah, what's your favorite cookie? I like chocolate chip cookies or Snickerdoodles, but they have to be chewy. Mm. Yeah, like Snickerdoodles. That's one, if they get like too hard, it just ruins it. And it's so easy. I'm not a baker. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but it's like when they're too hard, it's just like, nah, no, don't want it. That's what I'm making tomorrow is Snickerdoodles. You, okay, just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. I'm like jonesing for a cookie so hard now. Uh, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, um, Ray, your turn. Say that again, Mike. No, it's Ray. Ray, it's your, let's do one more question each and then we'll close it out. Okay. So this, uh, this episode is going to air not, I think, um, less than two weeks before Christmas. So semi-serious question. What is your favorite thing about the holiday season? And that's, that's for you, Tex. That's to you. Okay, I wasn't sure who was going first. Um, my favorite is going and cutting down the Christmas tree with my kids. So we go pick a real Christmas tree and have them help cut it down. And then they help me decorate. Um, that is my favorite. And then obviously family time. Outstanding. That's rock solid. I like that. It's the holiday season. Holiday season. <laughs> so, Mike, I'll, I'll point that to you now. What's uh, what's your favorite thing about the holiday season? I have two. Number one is Christmas music. The minute the Christmas station plays 24 hours of Christmas music, it's on my radio at home or at the truck or whatever. Love Christmas music. I, I like the fact that all of it is at least a little upbeat, right? Like, you know, there's, a, you know, like... Um, there's a little bit of like, oh, I got my heart broke, but then I found love, but you know, whatever. Um, so always Christmas music. And the second part is Christmas cards. I love the idea of sending a Christmas card and somebody across where, you know, however far it travels, opens it up and they smile and they think about, um, you know, the fact that I, not just me, but any, you know, any person, but like you think about like, if, if I send Ray, if I send you a Christmas card, Hopefully you open up, you're like, oh man, you know, Mike sent me a Christmas card and like Ray, you're probably like, you know, whatever he does this every year, but you know, I'm thinking about you enough to just spend like 60 cents on a stamp, you know, uh, 50 cents to a dollar or whatever it takes on a Christmas card. Right. And like, I want to make you a happier person with just a little bitty, um, you know, token of happiness, I guess. So I, I just, I love it. I think sending stuff in the mail is very underrated. I like sending postcards too. Yeah. So Mike, I've gotten so many posts. I think I've probably got two or three still on the fridge. Um, postcards that you sent to me. 
Um, but no, it's like in, in nowadays with snail mail, like 95% of it is ads one way or another. So it's obvious when somebody sends you one. So uh, we've already got yours. Um, the kid it happened to come in on a day. The kiddo checked the mail and she ran in the house. She's like, daddy, Mike sent us a card. Mike sent us a card. And uh, so I let her open it up and it's sitting on the mantle over the fireplace in the living room. Uh, first one we got this season. And, uh, no, you're right, dude. It, it makes us happy because like, oh, my God, Christmas card. Yay. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. So thank you, by the way. So my my favorite part of the Christmas or, or the holiday season, Christmas season is the season itself. Um, there's a certain kid like or childlike emotion that I only get this time of year. It lasts about four weeks. I don't know how I'm not good at feelings, right? I'm good at drinking beer. I'm good at my job. I'm good at flying a drone and, and whatever. I'm good at a lot of things like emotions and the normal part of just being human. I suck at, but I identify as feeling good and positive. And there's just a certain thing that hits me. Um, and for me, I, I kick off the season like Thanksgiving night with that Grinch song from small town Titans. I started doing that about four years ago and that just kicks it off for me now. And listen to a song called the cranberry or uh, cranberry sauce by the waitresses. I love that song from the eighties. I hear that and it's like Christmas and I get into some of the more traditional songs and I turn on some Mariah Carey and I dance like an idiot sober as hell at Walmart. I don't care. The first time I hear that I, I do my thing and it just makes me feel good on the inside. Um, and now that my daughter's old enough, she kind of gets into it in her own way like daddy does. And we just kind of do our own goofy little thing. And for me, it's a lot of fun. And people tend to be nicer this time of year until uh, you go shopping and then you really see the ugly side of humanity. Um, but also, I can push a shopping cart into someone's heels and be like, oh, my bad. And it makes it okay. And it's like, I saw it. You know what I mean? You can play it off like, I saw this thing on the shelf and I was distracted by it. And so I knocked you down in Target <laughs> because you're a jerk to me in another aisle. <laughs> It's like it's the holidays to my advantage. Wow. It's like, sorry, Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Oops. I just, I just spilled my own beans. <laughs> All right. Note to self. Pex likes to kill trees. Mike likes Christmas songs. Ray enjoys injuring people. P.S. Please send me. <laughs> so uh there's an old trisha yearwood song um it's like uh, i'm so joke it ain't funny something something please send money anyway that's where i get that from i always thought it was great <laughs> well um let's uh let's uh, recap our beers here and then uh we'll uh wrap this up put a bow on it and put it under the tree for all our listeners come couple weeks from now. How's that sound? On the back of my note card, I've got uh, the Aaron Watson, please send money. Uh, Ray loves peanut butter. Mike, chocolate chip. Tex is chocolate chip and snickerdoodles. Um, the holiday season. Tex is going to chop down a Christmas tree. Mike is going to sing songs. <laughs> Ray's going to get emotional and injure people. <laughs> yes, please send money. <laughs> that's so, awesome <laughs> wow all right so we're gonna to go back we're gonna we're gonna talk about our beers a second because we we had some great beers um tex had martin martin houses martin house brewings columbiana bourbon barrel stout biggest ray and ba had the cookie monster from 903 brewers out of sherman texas and uh, i had stone clouds tortoise head and they're out of oklahoma city um tex gave her beer columbiana a nine and uh she paired it with uh dermot Ken dermot kennedy better days is that right uh, did i say that right <laughs> yes okay. you did so um, i think i'm distracting her i'm like trying so hard to make heart hands like those kids on instagram and i fail at it so bad it looks like i'm just holding a giant tennis ball you just got to ignore Ray sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of Ray, 
Yeah, speaking of right, he had the Cookie Monster by 903. Um, he did not enjoy his beer as much as we did ours. He gave it a 6.5, and he paired it with, with uh, Gwen Stefani's The Sweet Escape. And then I had Tortoise Head by Stone Cloud. I gave it a 9 out of 10, and I paired it with a song called Better Day by Brownie McGee and Sonny Terry, uh, a very, very old blues song. Um, and I think I would speak for Christina Aguilera when I say that all these songs made the crap of your bucket list. All beers you have to try before you die. And Ray, sir, that was a solid lineup. Absolutely, it was a solid lineup. That's what we do. So, but to close things out, I'm going to do my job and end this podcast on a high note. Tex, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a quick caveat because it's what I do. So Tex has been a good friend for a number of years now. She's been on our podcast before. Um, back when I thought I was going to be a YouTube famous person, um, especially d- during COVID, I did 50 days of live streams in a row. I wanted to give people a way to connect all around the world, wherever they were at. And I think I reached out to like day of, I'm like, hey, would you like to be a guest on on my live stream? I'm doing this thing for COVID. And I th- it was a Tuesday. It was a Taco Tuesday. And you showed up with like tacos, like you legit took the time to make tacos to show me and folks from around the world. I didn't have the biggest following, but I had a following and I probably had it 12 to 15 countries represented every live stream. And I just thought it was so cool of you just to, to do that and on the fly. Um, so that meant a lot to me. Um, and it just speaks to, to your character as a human. And so thank you for just being a good person and being my friend. And I think it's only fair that, uh, all of our listeners get to know that about you're more than a beer influencer. You're just a good person. So thank you. It's that. So it's what I mean. I get all emotional and shit during the holidays. I'm sorry. <laughs> Judge me if you must. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, but anyway, I, I do have to wrap things up. So uh, give give our friend Tex Lugs Beer a follow on Instagram. Um, give her all the likes and follows. Um, share her post. Tag her in your favorite beer, wherever it's from. Um, tag us while you're at it, at, at the Craft Beer Bucket List. We love to see what y'all are drinking. So if you listen to us, Stitcher, Google, Apple, Spotify, it doesn't matter. We love you all equally. And um, check out the show notes. Look at the links to the breweries and the beers that we visited tonight. Give them a like and a follow from wherever you're at. You can support local from wherever you are. And please do me a solid. Don't drink and drive. That's just dumb. But do drink local. That's smart. And we will see you all in the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Bye.